Just to talk with Micah and friends. Just to talk with Micah and friends. Oh. It's to talk with Micah and friends. Just to talk with Micah and friends. Grab all your friends and gather round now. They're gonna have a real time. It's to talk. Hello, 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 everyone. It is me, yes, me, Micah Pierce. I hope all is well. Hope that everybody's doing fine, you know, during these uh, COVID-19 times. Uh, so again, welcome to the talk with Micah and friends. I really appreciate each and every one of you for being here. Um, now, some of you may know, uh, and some of you may not, okay, uh, know that I've had this platform to talk with Mike and friends since December of 2013. Um, I started off as a podcast, but it quickly grew into a live conversation on blogtalkradio.com, um, um, where I have about 90, almost 90 episodes, um, which can still be found on iTunes. You can click on the Purple Podcast app on your iPhone. And just put in the talk with Mike and friends and you should be able to see me. I think on uh, Apple is like the talk W forward slash Mike and friends, something like that. Um, so I have all the episodes there. Um, so I thought that it would be a good time to come back and pick up where um, I've, you know, where we left off. Now, I've always uh, had these panel or group conversations since the start of the show, um, starting with the Real Run Uncut series where we exclusively, without judgment, uh, talked about everything, including sex, friendships, relationships, um, kinks, and you know all that great stuff. And then I started um, developing a more subdued, not, sub, not really subdued, but subdued, uh, but not uptight, not so raunchy series titled Candid Conversations, uh, where we focus more so on things in the news and uh, politics and social and community conversation. And now we are here with uh, Micah's mini break conversations um, where we will focus more so on things that are happening um, either via social media, pop culture, or just around town. So without further ado, let's go ahead and bring on today's panel. I hope you guys enjoy them um, as I'm sure I will as well. Um, so from the great state of Texas and the conservative state, city, excuse me, of Dallas, um, he's actually out and about right now, <laughs> but this is, let's go ahead and welcome uh, Mr. Darnell. Uh, well, now he's gone, so we're going to move on to the next person. Uh, yeah, I, I know, right? <laughs> uh, we will have Tesco difficulties every now and again, I'm sure, because some people are on their phones, some people are on their um, laptops or computers, so if they happen to come out, you know, they'll come back on. Um, so let's go ahead and welcome um, from by way of Buffalo, New York, now living in and residing in Jacksonville, Florida. Okay, one of my brothers, his name is John John Balenciaga. Hey, Hi, John. What's going on, everybody? Hey, hey, hey. All right. <laughs> so uh, now let's go ahead and welcome. Uh, he is one of my newfound friends um, living in the Big Apple in YC and the creator and host of the Spilled Milk podcast. Um, let's welcome D-E-M-I, also known as Debbie. Good afternoon and good evening, distinguished panel of judges. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. And, and let's go ahead and welcome 
He is uh, from originally the East Coast, now residing in uh, the Hills, Los Angeles, California. He is also someone who has known me all of my life. And this is my cousin. This is Mia Monet Mugler, AKA Jane. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Up, James? How are you, love? So let's see which how I want to have this. Well, once um, a Jeremy comes on or Darnell comes on, then you know we'll figure it out. But so let's go ahead and start. Um, I hope all is well. I hope everybody's ready for this conversation. So let me go ahead and start with the very first one, and let me put this on the screen for us. And 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 and, and let's focus on this particular topic first, and then of course with this particular question it will you know derive into other things so uh i'm sure you all remember when this video debuted i believe it debuted in uh so early this year or whatever montero um this is the video uh, in the song by little nas x and you know about two years ago around pride uh little nas x came out as gay of the lgbtqia plus community so uh, let's just focus on the video first. How many of you actually saw the video? Um, I, I saw the video. Watched. Everybody saw the video. Okay. Well, I just saw the video today. Okay. Um, for the very first time um, on Twitter, you know, people were going off. Oh, showing images, and I'm like, ooh, that's a little satanic for me. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't think I'm gonna watch that. Um, but because I did this, you know, I'm doing this particular podcast, this show. I felt like you know it was time for me to watch it. So when you initially watched the video, um, what did you get from it? What did you gain? What did you think? Just give me your unadulterated truth on that. It really wasn't uh, satanic to me. It really wasn't. It was just artistic, very artistic. It's just his level art of art. And he's creative. He's trying to be a dancer, which he's not. God bless his one, two, three, clap, clap. But his creativity is there. And it's basically in his head, he's checking the straight people dancing with the devil because that's what they think we're doing because we're gay and when we're with men and everything we're dancing with the devil so he just took a play on it and made a video okay um john Demi, i'll go i'll um, take go ahead, go ahead Demi. Okay. Um, personally, I was gonna say my daughter ate that. Um, she had me definitely trying to bust a stripper pole on this like um, lamp post that I have over here. Um, I thought the video was fine. I didn't see no issue or wrong with it. Um, I feel like if had it been anybody else, the girls would have been okay with it. But because it was him, and because you know the whole he's gay and he shouldn't be dancing with the devil and the satanic thing, I think that's what the girls are in the uproar for. But I actually enjoyed it. Okay, John, yeah. what did you think of the little Nas Montero uh, video? I pretty much have the same sentiments as everyone else. I'm not going to say it wasn't um, satanic because I definitely feel like it has some demonic and satanic references, but I understood the messaging, like dancing with the devil. So I understood the point of those references, but I enjoyed it. And I, um, um, what I applaud about anyone is just being your authentic self. And I feel like above anything, that's what he displayed. He was really just being himself and like presenting where he is in life right now based on like his career and how the public is receiving him and his choices. So yeah, I, I enjoyed it though. I liked it. It was it was hot. It was really hot. Okay. And um let's welcome Darnell everyone. Let's welcome him to the show from the great state of Texas. Okay, from the great state of Texas, the conservative city of Dallas. Okay, he's currently traveling right now, but thank you for joining us. And and we're talking about um Little Nas X in the Montero video. So we're not talking about anything else other than what did you initially think when you saw did you see the video first and foremost? 
Yes, I did. Okay. And I told everyone I just saw the video today. So what did you think when you initially saw the video? What did you gain from it? What did you get from it? You know, what was your overall perspective of it? Let me go on record saying that, first of all, I'm an atheist. Um, so I don't necessarily understand when we put demonic titles on that. Um, uh, and the second, I'm an artist. So I definitely understood um, where he were as an artist. And I feel like art uh, can be interpreted in many different ways. And I think you and I just put that in, in a form that was a triggering to most people who read the King James Version of the Bible. Uh, I, I think he can go a little bit further and um, and, and just be artists are weird. And so as an artist, uh, it's great to see him express uh, himself or what he felt to what he suppressed who he is as a person now. Okay. Now, um, and I and I appreciate your point of view. Uh, so, so question to everyone. Uh, how many of you watched it more than once? Why did you watch it more than once? Because the beat was hot. I agree. It was. It yeah, was. I like, I like I this. My dad was like, he could be fucked. He had on thigh highs and was on a pole. Going to hell. Bitch, that's how it was going. Thigh highs and a pole. No, so I'm not saying all that. Um, I like the video. I liked it. I like the song. I like the video. I like it was good. It was you couldn't oh uh, well, I mean, I think if you're a lover of music and if you're a lover of art, you definitely had to watch it more than one time to appreciate it. Because it was a really good video and it was extremely artistic. Um and yeah, I, I like the I like that he's trying to dance. It's good, it's hot, he's hot. You know, yeah, I'm I, I, I I read an article where he said that um, he wants to continue making content to help bring queer narratives forward into mainstream music. Um, he said he feel he feel like that's really important for representation in general, um, and that he he hopes that it's going to open more doors for one day when someone's like, "Oh, this person said that, and I didn't even think about it." So I guess he's trying to say like. If you happen to see other artists or people doing things such as that in mainstream music, it's like, oh, you know, it's nothing. You know, it's art. It's you know, it's their perspective. It's their you know, their thing. So that was the reason as to why he decided to make that particular um that video. Now, we all know that he performed Montero on the uh, BET Awards, right? Mm -hmm. And that was on Sunday and. Uh, but I'll bring that up in a second. But before that, you didn't really hear much conversation about when he performed it on Saturday Night Live. Okay? So this is when he performed it on Saturday Night Live. And I watched it. And I was like, okay. And then the guy, Yuri, on the left, I follow him on, um, on IG. So I was excited that he was, you know, in the, you know, on the stage performing or whatever. And then um, I think the only thing that people really talked about was the fact that, you know, his uh, pants slipped the end or whatever the case may be. So we didn't really hear much about it from Saturday Night Live. But we started hearing a lot about it when he performed it on BET and kissed Yuri, the same, the same backup, uh, background dancer or, or, or backup dancer on stage. So why do you think we heard more about it on BET or after BET versus when he performed it on Saturday Night Live a month or so prior. Because the black people. 
Yes, <laughs> I definitely think it's because of black people, but I also like, I like to pose the question, why do you think he decided to add the kiss at the BET Awards versus doing the kiss on Saturday Night Live? Mm-hmm. So as much as we can talk about like why he did what he did or like the response that he's getting, um, I think both I think both pieces play a big role hey, in it. I say the lick, that central lick on Saturday Night Live was a bit more than a kiss on the BET thing. I think all that was more sexual. Because kissing, yeah, kissing is all. You don't go out just licking on people in public. That's a bedroom activity. I you also just. Oh, John, John, do you lick people in public? Um, no. Do you open mouth kiss everyone in public? No, let I mean, me. So here's the thing. For me, for me, for me, for me, for me, it's entertainment, and it's not. It's not meant to be. Give me your name. No, I think. I think. Uh, what he did on the beat was perfectly okay in the form of entertainment. And if, if, as long as we just let that be for that moment is and stop trying to apply it in our own personal lives, but that's what I've been supposed to be anyway about like kids and pop culture and being a role model. At that point, point in time, he was just entertaining the audience, being an entertainer. And, and I think that's what we should also keep in mind. That it's still a job either way. It's not necessarily what they, who they are as a person, but it's still a job. Um, right, and that I feel like that sounds good. Yeah, that none of, we didn't we didn't even get into any of those specifics. That all sounds good. I need y'all to hear me. But, <laughs> go ahead, Demi. But, what, <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead, Demi. I just have to get in this mic. Um, two things. <laughs> um, first, first thing, first things first. Um, he actually was gonna do the kiss on Saturday Night Live, but because he ripped his pants, the nerves took over, so they just like paid the whole ending how it really supposed to be so he just did a little a little lick and go um of course the saturday night live girls are gonna go for that because you know they live if you breathe too hard it's a it's a hit um i feel for the bet awards however he wanted to shake the room and i don't blame him he, he was a little bit more comfortable um he practiced they gave him a brand new wardrobe he didn't have to worry about no costume malfunction so he he now can be his authentic self i totally agree the little chicken two steps are cute um even when he walked up the stairs and did a little hip pout you know she ain't got no rhythm and i let her down um, but I feel like the BET Awards was a, a, a prime place to really shake the block. I mean, we watched we watched Bandana and Britney kiss each other. We watched all these other stuff. So so why not do it in a predominantly black awards so, show? So my thing is, let's say that then. Let's say that. Because we're saying that in defense. Why, why do we like, need to? Versus saying that in, we're, because it's a part of the conversation, right? You saying mm-hmm. why do we need to say it? Because it's a part of the conversation. We're having a conversation about it. That's why it needs to be said. Tell the truth and shame the devil. It was to shake the room, like you said. It was for entertainment purposes, right? It was. It was to get the people to do what they're doing now. Exactly, and I agree. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I feel like let's say that also. Okay, so he said this. We also realized that he's 21. We, I think that he's 21. And I remember being 21, I was hella dramatic. So he's hella dramatic. I don't think anybody's just walking around licking and kissing on people in public. Just, you know, saying. <laughs> so, so he said this on Twitter. He said, it took me a lot of time to mentally prepare for this performance. While on stage, I was trembling, knowing that I was performing something like that in front of my straight peers. 
Even during the performance, I was having a hard time calming my nerves. Thank you guys for the love. So my question to you all is, when I read this, I, you know, I'm digesting, I'm thinking, I'm thinking from different perspectives and different narratives. And my thing is, were you put up to this by yeah. your, your manager or agent or whoever or your team? You know, because for you to say it took a lot of time to mentally prepare for this performance, um, you didn't want to do well, why are you, why are you really having to, I mean, I understand preparing for a performance, but I would be nervous as hell if I would, if this was someone said, Hey, I think you should do this at the show. You know, I think this would be good and this and the other and spin this narrative or whatever. I think I, I would be a little bit more nervous doing that versus saying, I'm going to do this. This is what I want to do. And coming out there, I wouldn't even be nervous because bitch, this is what I want to do. So how do you guys feel? Do you feel like he was put up to this? Yes, he was. It was it was a manager's decision to do this thing to get some kind of notoriety or something going on. By him stay, making that statement, if you're rehearsing this over and over and over to do it in front of people, you're not going to be nervous to do it. If you're nervous, it's something you don't want to do. Or don't feel right doing at this event or place. So I think his team, which has a lot of control over him because he's young and he's new in the business and really don't know that he can control his narrative, but they are controlled because they run everything and they made him do it. I also agree. And I feel like it was also Pride Month. So this is a perfect opportunity to showcase another person living in their truth. Um, it's no shade. It really didn't, it didn't really didn't have to be the BT Awards. It could have been any other place. Um, but um, him tweeting that, clearly show that they were pushing him that you need you need to do this you need to get out there and because the song being out and you've been performed it so you could have been you performed he has another song out the uh, yeah. a little slow a slower box so you could have performed that one but of course it's pride month and let's put on your little panty and you know get out there and look <laughs> like a man this is my question did he kiss the devil in the video i can't remember did he kiss the devil in the end or he just no he just did like he just did like a little strip tease and then he went behind him and then he just twisted neck and then he put on the, that would be the, the devil. You should have kissed him in the video and let them see that on the video and play it over and over yeah they would have, they so, would have been so, the so, okay so when i was going back and when i'm going back in my mind right now thinking about the video and so let me make sure that I'm, I was understanding the right way. So in the video, he's in the garden. All right. And I, I would assume that he's pure, you know, and then the snake wraps around the tree. Right. And so that's supposed to signify, you know, back in, you know, Jim, you know, uh, Genesis and Adam and Eve or whatever. And he kisses the snake. And at that point, they're saying the snake represents sin and being homosexual is a sin. Like, it, it, am I... Getting that right, or we're snakes, right? We're, Slytherin. we're the house of Slytherin in the garden. Yes, we're the house of Slytherin. The serpent, we're the serpent, yeah. Slytherin, okay. Slytherin through the garden. Yeah, okay. We started okay. and then they knocked us on our ass because we kicked Jesus off a donkey to read the Bible. Now, this is something he also said because I'm going to get into something that two other people, one on TikTok, and one is a Used to be working in the industry. Now he went to reality television. But this is another tweet that Little Nas, Little Nas X um, tweeted. He said, since y'all doing all this over a kiss, I'm going to just fuck the nigga on stage next time. Oh. <laughs> and says, Little Nas X, are you a tank for bottom? And he says, I'm a power bottom. Yes, power bottom. Oh, girl. <laughs> She got walls like Home Depot. Come here. <laughs> no, it was the uh, it was when he added the Beyonce lyrics behind it for me. Oh my goodness! Did you see that? <laughs> what did he say? Um, you know the oh part where he says we teach we teach women to shrink themselves. Um, 
Um, it's from um, um, Flawless. Oh, you know the okay. little breakdown right. with the women speaking? He, he put the lyrics uh-huh. underneath that. Oh, okay, okay. Because yeah. um, he said there were shaming, people shame bottoms because of our bottoms and our lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So we shamed a lot. So he just claimed to be a power bottom. I just, yeah. I don't know. We love bottoms. We love bottoms. Oh, well, thank you so much, love. You're so sweet, John John. We need you guys. Hey, man, and we need you. John John, let's not, let's not. Okay, so, <laughs> so listen. So now th- that was not me agreeing to be one or the other. I'm just saying. Okay. Oh, so uh, Benzino posted this. Oh, um, I wish I could spread it across the screen, but uh, I couldn't. So Benzino says, um, it says that shit BT pulled yesterday was lame as fuck. It was too uncomfortable, too irresponsible, too forced, and too. Irrelevant to the awards, homie ain't even hot, homie ain't even hot like that for music anymore. Anyway, it's a shame what all this is coming to. I wish I had the backing to bring the Source Awards back. Then, <laughs> hold on, Demi. Then Bisino says, "I I bought of Old Town Road for Zeno. He knows every word, but all the satanic shit. I'm just not with. I mean, how do you explain shit like this to your kid?" I got nothing but respect and love for the gay community, but that ain't it. I could see if he was, um, he said pooping. I don't know if he meant just popping, but uh, but it was unexpected and unnecessary. I didn't care for the Madonna kids either. I could see if they were dating. Now, I hope I didn't offend anyone because this post wasn't meant for that. It's just my opinion of the production. Only God judges. Now, before Demi lashes, lashes in, let me say this. <laughs> let me say this. Benzino, let me first, let, let me first go back into this. Mm-hmm. You cannot say that you respect the community. And I have I have feedback. I don't know why. Is someone listening to this on two different things? Because I hear like feedback. But um, you can't say that you respect and love the community or whatever, but then say, well, what is all this? I feel like it was uncomfortable, irresponsible. How do you explain it to kids and this, that, and the other? You know, um, I, I, I'm that part I'm not really understanding, you know, because honestly, you don't respect us. And then you talked about, and then then you can go, then you talked about, well, if that was his lover or his partner or whatever the case may be, how the hell you know it's not his partner? You know, like it it really could be, but who gives a fuck? Why do you give a fuck that much? Go ahead, Denny. First things first, Benzina, your neck is uncomfortable. So let's start there. Second (laughs) of all, um, it was uncomfortable for you, but it was okay for you to sit down and watch the City Girls twerk and poom poom shorts all the way up inside them like it was going to have a yeast infection. Um, then you claim that you want to bring back the Source Awards, so you just want a bunch of guys on stage talking about they're going to shoot and kill and murder in oversized clothes. And and that's what I'm talking about. Y'all, y'all feel so uncomfortable watching Lil Nas X do a little one-two step, but everything else was comfortable. Um, it is always a double standard, and not to say that I'm tired of it because I've been tired of it, but Benzino, you don't really have the range to even give commentary on what is uncomfortable for you because no. your neck can't that, even turn that, a 60 that, degree angle. So, you know. Benzino, first Benzino of all, makes me uncomfortable. Hold on, hold on one second. Darnell, go ahead. I just he he was on reality TV, and I just think that you don't you don't have the wherewithal, honestly, to speak on anybody who's hot right now who is, is who songs go number one on iTunes, honey, where's Benzino's record? You don't have that, mm-hmm. you know? And he does reality TV, so that's a, like, close to it. I think for me, it's just a little bit deeper than, like, like Benzino, like, like his post in general, but, like, 
first of all, his where is he at mentally that he felt like his opinion mattered? Like, that's <laughs> where I have to start. But then also, like, it rings volumes, though, because if you look at the comments, I looked at the comments, like, to see so many black men and women agree with those opinions mm. that he shared, I think for me, when we talk about progress and we talk about it being Pride Month, like we are still so far from where we think we are. Um, and that like Benzino is speaking the truth of a lot of our black male counterparts and how they look at us. Like it's unnecessary and we make them uncomfortable. And and to Demi's point, you want to talk about bringing the fucking Source Awards back? Like, literally, like, hip-hop lost many of its greatest artists as of, like, because of the shit that happened from Source Magazine and the Source Awards and the culture that they promoted. And we're not going to even talk about how they treated women. Like, that's a whole other discussion. So for me, it's just all a little bit, like, unwarranted. And I feel like I, would, I wish a lot of the black gay celebrities would have spoke up and told Benzino like really like shut like put him in his place like you don't have an opinion on this matter or even like just the allies like you're not an authority on this yeah it bothered me a lot it didn't matter because it's Benzino they're not gonna waste their breath that's first and foremost that's the part first of all Benzino you can't talk about nobody doing nothing to nobody at any time any place anywhere then y'all gonna sit there and watch Meg and Cardi B roll around on the floor like two flat mamas and walk and said nothing, congratulated them, and enjoyed it. So because a black man that stands in his truth went up there and kissed who the fuck he wanted to kiss, excuse my French, on your show, you're mad. Oh, you're mad that this man did what he wanted to do in his time, that was his moment. He got picked to be, Benzino, when have you ever did something at a BET award? I'll wait. My question is, why do we even care what he had to say? Because Honestly. he's intrigued. Because little Benzino but, won't. Well, well, well. I, I, I'll say it's not that I care. For, for me personally, I don't necessarily care about what Benzino or any other heterosexual person um, thinks about our community. But I also feel like it is, you know, if we if we are put in position to educate and to uh, show the world who we are, then let's do that. Um, because I, I'm a firm believer in you have to really. Uh, when you're rearing children, when you're bringing them up, you can you can show them or tell them one thing in your home, right? Or shelter them from something in your home. Say, hey, you know, I preach this, I preach that. I want my child to be this, that, and the other. But when your child walks out of that door, right? And your child goes to elementary school, middle school, high school, college, they're going to become aware of a lot of things that are, and a lot of people that are not like them, that may be like them, that they may possibly connect with. Because here's the thing, at the end of the day, you can try your very best to keep your child sheltered and from everything that is gay, bisexual, lesbianism, trans, whatever the case may be, but they're going to see it. So it is it is your responsibility. And I told you know my good girlfriends who may be honestly be watching me right now on another platform that I'm recording on as well, or that I'm live on, is that you have to show your children the world and you have to really... You may be uncomfortable, but your child is just going to c come in contact with people who, you know, are, are, are different, you know. And at the end of the day, what you need to do is just respect. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and, and that's all that I have in, re in reference to um, Benzino. Right. Just 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 respect, you know, us or whatever. But I, I want to go back to Little Nas X for a second in regards to. 
you remember how when Billy Porter really came out, well, not really came out, but when he got on pose and he was going on all these red carpets and he was doing these different looks and things of that nature and the gays was having a problem or whatever, you know, that's on them. But um, I felt like, this is my own personal opinion, I want to hear you all. Do you feel like, as far as Little Nas X, that he began to dress a different or, you know, more extravagant type of way um, for because he wanted to do it, kind no. of go back to the performance, or because right. someone put him to it. Tag. It was tick for tag. Billy, you got this one. I'll take this one. Girl, you got that one. Get this one in the water. Wear this dress. I had this made for you. That's what Billy did. Billy opened the door for her to be, I guess, have the idea to do it. And now he just want to do it on a different level. But it's he, but, you know, but you think it's him or it's his people? His people. I think. I will say the feedback, the difference between feedback that Billy Porter got and was it Nas X got is the ages feedback and mm-hmm. uh, about uh, what do you call that and physical physique uh, uh, feedback that why they get two different kinds of feedback uh, and and even though they dress similarly and do the similar like similar things and we I'm going to just name the dramatic um, is is very different in how we. Enough, and then how we just kind of really attack onto the border and just say, oh, this is just too much. Like, bitch, that now nah, we can't take this. But I think it's the same thing. Um, I, I was gonna say, say go ahead, go Amy. Ahead. And then John. Oh no, I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say for Billy Porter. Um, I look to him like one of my old aunts. You know, she gonna wear whatever <laughs> she wanna wear. She been doing this since nineteen hundred and hundred. So <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna get done. Um, for Lil Nas X, however, I remember when Old Town Road first came out and like, you know, he came out all that stuff. He tweeted, um, it probably got deleted, but he tweeted, said he just want to be a regular, um, gay person. Um, you know, not too much, not too little. He just here to make music. Um, and it's so glad that we keep talking about the team. I personally feel that he may think one way, I just want to wear this, but it's his team putting him in these over extravagant, um, suits with flowers and all this stuff. And when you go to an award show, you're going to wear this frilly stuff because it's Lil Nas X. Why not? That's your gimmick now. You're, you're the gay, you're the gay artist that work, that gets to go to everywhere now. So you're going to put, like, absolutely. You're definitely going to put on that with the parachute pants and the little kitten heel and pump through the place. Um, so I feel like for him, he may just want to put on a regular suit, but it's the team that's pushing the narrative of, Let's just be bigger. Let's go extra. Well, couldn't it be that he's like two different kinds of people? Like what he wants personally is one thing, but little Nas is like that. You don't have any creative control in regards to how you present yourself. Absolutely, Montero. Montero could be one person, and little Nas X, the brand, has to keep up with the the trend of whatever right. for the month with is hot. going on. Right. right, right, and and I think for me, when you talk about Billy Porter. And I, I heard someone even say, like, he's been doing this for a while, but it's like, has he? Like, I feel like to a point it, be, it becomes performative. Like, Billy Porter has been around for a very long time. If you watch, like, old Law and Orders or just older television shows, Billy Porter has been around. But on the red carpet, like, he's I've never seen him carry in such a manner. And I do appreciate some of it, uh, but... To me, at some point, it does become a bit performative. And I did think about that little Nas X tweet um, from when Old Town Road came out and he first came out and he was just basically saying, I'm just a regular guy. Um, so when you start seeing all of these, all of these big changes um, in personality and character, you think about the team, you think about the engine behind it. But then for me, when people are saying, 
oh, it's him being his authentic self. I'm like, is it so? Or is that what his label is defining as his authentic self? Mm. I definitely think it's a little bit of him. I definitely think uh, it's two different personalities. I think Lil Nas is one whoever this is the person is a whole nother person. Um, I think that Lil Nas has a persona to keep up with, and it's a it's an awesome personality. I, I don't know if it's yeah. I'm not gonna say it's not his authentic self, but it is an alter ego, and it's something that you can kind of pour into. I I guess for me, it's like I love it. I love to see. Us, not just because he's gay, but because he's black and he's youth. Like, I love to see him win, right? But for me, I will love to the day, I'll love the day, um, and I'll feel like when we've made progress as black gay men when we have representation that is not always completely over the top. And I'm, again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that and that I don't appreciate it, but that's not every gay man's story. Um, and I feel like there are so many times, like that, like I, like I've had the pleasure of like seeing all of you interacting with all, like in some capacity, and we none of us. That's not representation of any of us, other than we're black and we're queer, and we have the ability to present like that. But I would just love to wear, like it's just not a thing. It's not a trend. It's not a fashion statement. It's not a moment. It's cause, because this is really like our life. This is like really who we are. So when we talk about authenticity and, and representation, like that's where my mind goes. Like, is this but truly representation? Just it's like always going to be a moment, though. Just like we in the community, whether just the United States, we come in all different shapes, sizes, colors, whatever, right? The same thing for our community, the LGBTQIA plus community. We come in many different shapes, size, sizes, personalities. Not all of us are flamboyant. Not all of us are uh, uh, the trade or have, you know, highly masculine or whatever the case may be. Not all of us, you know, twist and bend and, you know. So, so I kind of hate sometimes that while we're trying to show the world many different facets of our community, there's always somebody, there's always a machine back there trying to make, trying to push it forward that we are like this and this only. And so I think a lot of the time for the, and I'm not heterosexual, but maybe the heterosexual men feel like, damn, like, I don't want to see that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and then a lot of heterosexual men, honestly, they don't mind having conversations of being friends with guys who are like them per, per se versus guys who may be like you know as flamboyant or as open and femme as Billy Porter because because they're gay that. Uh, yeah but, and, and, I, and I used to say this all the time you know living in Atlanta like um any man that had that's threatened by me or my friends or whatever or wants to call out the fact that we're gay or use the f word or whatever baby you're insecure you have issues and you're dealing and battling with your own sexuality I've always thought of that. You, you're, you're dealing with your own thing. And, and the thing that frustrates you is that we can live authentically in our truth and who we are, and you can. But you can. I just think, I have for a, me, I, go ahead. I, and for me, I just think pageantry and pompous and grandeur is just things that's innate in African Americans and African people. We just always do that and be this grand, over the top kind of thing we set trends uh in both heterosexual and homosexual uh gay people so i think 
um, gay people is this lively, over the top, colorful, uh, sparkly, uh, grand kind of people. The victory also could be said in, in other parts of, of, of our, our lineage. Um, and so I don't think it's a, a bad part, or it's, that's not the only way that uh, gay people can be seen in the world. It's really just a celebratory way of black gay people anyway, because white gay people be looking crazy when they hit the red carpet. But black gay people are always coming out looking good, smelling good. Oh, okay. Oh. Tell me, when, raise your hand when they stop beeping. Okay, when they stop beeping, raise your hand. I'll, 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 I'll bring you. Okay, they stop. Okay, go ahead. Bitch, did you see me look at her like, oh my gosh, are you that rude? Bitch? <laughs> right. But, um, God, where was I about to go with this? Hold on, give me a second. Um, I was just talking about the grandeur and, and the the proper, the proper circumstance that black people give for anything. You can just take Easter Sunday, people in that in their finest, and this is just church, you know. And so, I don't think. That when we uh, that like that's who we always present ourselves as. This is a top award show. I'm a new artist. I'm 21 years old. Everybody who's everybody's gonna be there. Let me put my best of the best, and that's just how that is. You know what I paid attention to? I paid attention to, and John, you can chime in in a second. Um, uh, what I paid attention to was the audience, right? I paid attention to the audience after he performed on the awards. And you see, you know, some queer women, you know, like Lena Waite going in, you know, and uh, Cynthia Erivo, I'm not saying that she's a part of the community, I'm just saying she was, you know, going in. And I see other women, people standing or whatever, and I saw a couple of guys. But then you see like a couple of guys like, oh, yeah, what the hell, you know? <laughs> like, they're uncomfortable. Huh? Yeah, they're uncomfortable. They're uncomfortable. Yeah, they're uncomfortable. I, yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it, baby. Help me understand this. This is, this is where I'm going to chime in right here. A straight man that's sure about himself ain't uncomfortable about shit because they ain't got right. nothing to do with him. Right. If you're uncomfortable right. with something about that performance that hits home, it hit a and nerve. You your front door, so you got to sweep around your own front door before you try to sweep around mine. Exactly. So, so this person nerve. said on, on Twitter, they said, Little Nas X isn't the issue. The weekend got a kid's choice award for a song about cocaine. Your problem isn't with his music or what's in it. I was listening to Chief Keith at 11 years old and nobody said anything. Your problem is that he's gay and poking holes in a religion that has oppressed him. Call it what it is. Facts. I Facts. think a religion I think that's one version of it at one point. point yeah, I, think people in the like, I think it's definitely the religion of it. And then I also think it's that like because of religion, black communities have adopted this. Like you could be gay, but just don't talk about it. Or just don't do it in my house, or I just don't want to see it. So that's yeah. why Benzino felt like it was okay for him to say, "Oh no, I, you know I'm okay with y'all, y'all cool, but y'all almost like y'all should be seen and not heard." And right. that, and that's the problem. That's where the problem it is for me. Like that's why I'm like Benzino, bitch, excuse me, you should be, you should not be seen, and we don't want to hear you either. No. But you know, what, you know what the twist, you know what the twist of this is gonna be. What? Benzino, little son that he bought the little Nas X CD for, gonna turn out to be gay, and we're gonna see what he has to say then when it's in his house. Because you can say all this shit when you don't think it's in your home, but when it's in your home, let's see how different you think then. 
And then you get most parents that go, I had to reevaluate my life and I had to learn and then I, yeah. I love my child now and because I don't want anybody to, to, to bash him or hate him, so now I love and da-da-da-da. Trash. <laughs> Yeah. Next, next, next. Well, at the end of the day, to, to wrap to wrap this portion up, and we'll go to our next topic. Is I, I want to say, and, and each of you can say, you know, your piece. Um, Little Nas X. At the end of the day, I support you and in your artistry. Whatever you decide that you want to do, um, do that, um, and not let you being gay homosexual lead you let your artistry your music and who you are lead you don't 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 allow the creative minds of other people to tell you this is what you have to do but i do definitely believe that you should always continue to live in your truth and as i said in the beginning we walk we all have evolved think about 10 years ago and think about now we all have evolved in our thought in our perception and just the way that we move about this earth so 21 and 31, I'm sure you will have a different different perspective, but we all should respect him and his artistry just as though other artists out there want people to respect you and whatever you deliver on stage or off stage or through your music. Um, anyone wants to chime in, you know, and this is a little Nas X just in case he happens to see it. What would you like to say to him and the people? I just say, fuck all them, fuck them nerves, leave them nerves at the house. We don't want to see that baby get on the stage, you look good. Uh, and do what you got to do. I, all that being nervous and messing up and things, I just can't. I can't overlook that as a dancer, as an artist myself. You know, and we don't we don't call them you know messed up, but keep pushing through. I honestly, uh, it shouldn't make you uncomfortable because you rehearsed it enough and keep going. That's what I got to say. Okay, Demi. Um, eventually, you will go from a um, Carly Red to a, um, at least Christina Million um, in the dancing. Um, <laughs> the, nervous, the nervousness will go out the window because um, I get it. You know, you, you still are in some, in some ways new to performing. So, you, you know, I, I get that aspect of being nervous and being out there with the cases, um, but you're going to get comfortable. Um, and to be honest, just stop really caring what other people think about you. If anything, I love I make people uncomfortable. Which means that there's something okay. going on in your head right. that you've seen in me that you got to evaluate for yourself. Um, and hopefully, and hopefully, his team like you know does ease off on like pushing an agenda on him. Like at the end of the day, he is an artist and he actually is passionate about it. You know, I always say some artists just want to check. And I can see like Lil Nas X. You know, been you know he claimed he'd been writing songs and all the other stuff and been wanting to perform. So you know, actually let him be the artist and not push the Lil Nas X agenda on him himself. Right. I just said, God bless you, baby, and keep being you. Don't change you for nobody else, because at the end of the day, you have to be you and live with you. As long as you like what you're living with, do it. I think um, what I would just say is, um, of course, thank you, you know, for because he could have hit in the shadows and in, and in the dark like so many other people in the music industry. Um, so thank you for, you know, telling the truth and be, just being who you are. Um, but um, you lost me a little bit when you went from Little Nas Mirage and then you hated Nikki. Then you did a Halloween tribute. But we welcomed you back at the bar. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but again, thank you um, for just your truth and for being honest. Um, and, you know, keep your head on the swivel. Um, but no, really, thank you. Because that, that's that takes a lot. That that takes a lot, and we need more. We need more people. 
Um, so thank you for allowing people to stand on top of your shoulders. And I also yeah. want to say uh, to to the world out there, excuse me, um, you don't need to hate on or disrespect or have an issue with people like uh, Nelly or people like Diddy who are praising him and giving him props. It's an artist to an artist giving them props of what they do. And I hate that the heterosexual community or their counterparts are giving them hate and flack for just supporting an artist. So I appreciated what Diddy said on, on Twitter and I appreciate the video. I forgot where it was when little Nas was, you know, on a red carpet or taking pictures or whatever. And, you know, there's a video of Nas walking and saying, all right, you know, giving him a prop, giving him his prop. And I feel like if more people do that and become a, become allies of us, then, you know, eventually, you know, your children and their children won't have these issues um, right. or, or, or be centered around the media, you know, the way it is now. So, Let's move forward to this last topic because um, I'm not going to keep us long. Uh, but we're going to talk about this man here, Bill Cosby. Yes, come on, Bill Cosby. I'm staying away from this. <laughs> um, oh Jesus! Girl. So so I'm so let's first let let me first put this up here. Um, Bill Cosby says, I have never changed my stance nor my story. I have always maintained my innocence. Thank you to all my fans, my supporters and friends who stood by me through this ordeal. Special thanks to the Pennsylvania Supreme Court for upholding the rule of law. Um, and that was hashtag Bill Cosby. And then his wife, uh, um, let me let me pull it up now. Let me pull it up. Y'all know my eyes. She came up here. I know I got it somewhere. Oh, here we go. I think. Hold on, y'all give me a second. Well, uh, what's the name? Felicia Rashad. She, she, um, this was her rebuttal, first of all. Um, she said, I fully support survivors of sexual assault coming forward. Um, my post was in no way intended to be insensitive to their truth. And uh, what else she says? Personally, I know from friends and family that such abuse has a lifelong residual effect. My heartfelt wish is for healing. Now, I thought I downloaded her actual initial post, um, but I did not, but I do have it. Okay, um, give me one second here, and I will... He says, finally, a terrible... Oh, I do have it, actually. Finally, a terrible wrong is being righted. A miscarriage of justice is corrected. That's what she originally posted, and then it was followed hours and hours behind with the statement that I read. So... How do we feel about Bill Cosby being released? And then we'll talk about Felicia Rashad. Go ahead, Demi. Um, nine things. First things first. Um, <laughs> I was on I was on Twitter when um she tweeted it. Um, mm -hmm. and the girls pretty much chopped her head off. Um, they mm -hmm. told her shut the hell mm -hmm. up, girl. Mm -hmm. You need to go back to um, what's that movie that she was in with the other girls? So they took my stuff. The Color Girls. For Color Color Girls. Girls. They said they need to go back and focus on that. Um, and that's what made her tweet that second tweet, like, you know, I understand, and da da da. -da. Um, but let me say this um, Bill Cosby, no. Um, I personally feel like he should have just stayed there. Um, I mean, he's out, congratulations, great for you. But Britney's still being held up. So, you know, I just think when it comes to like legal system, the girls really pick and choose what they should be doing from what they shouldn't be doing. Um, and that don't make no sense to me. Um, point number three. Um, finally, a, a, a wrong has been righted. What wrong was righted? He went to jail. He did it. If, if 950 people came and said he did it, what was, what was, I'm, I'm confused what the wrong 
was. And my thing is with the older girls um, is that, you know, they are a knit, a knit tight bunch. Um, these are girls that work with each other. These are, That's my friend. He would never do that. It's so crazy that he didn't No, You know, he was doing it. You were there. I'm more sure you was there. I don't, okay. have, I don't have I don't have seven of the points, but <laughs> Darnell, what 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 did you want to add? So so let me say that I'm really not taking up for Bill Cosby. I just mm -hmm. like law. And he was released on a technicality based off of, of the incompetence of people who are running the Philadelphia law system. Um so I when I read and I reread Felicia Richard's tweet. I read that in mind that she was referencing that part and not necessarily commenting on the acts of him actually doing or being guilty of the sexual assault and rape and drugging. I think actually, even when that was coming out with his lawyer at the time, Monica, somebody or something like that was speaking, Felicia hadn't said anything. Um, and I think that we don't know uh, Bill and Felicia's relationship. Um, and it could very well be that she was speaking early primarily on the technicality of which he got released. That's about it. That's all I'll say there. Um, so so one of one of my uh, Live Nation family members said, um, uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to charge him and I'm going to um, need them to charge everybody that was around him during the time and knew that, you know, that that was going on. Um, so, yeah, uh, John, go ahead. Mia. I ain't got nothing to say. <laughs> I so you have to. Like, I almost feel like me because the more I like because I've like read, read, and read, and like Jeremy said, like I really appreciate the law, right? Um, not that I appreciate it, but I like, like I just appreciate it. Um, so with that being said, he got released on a technicality, right? So understanding that the first technicality was. He was originally sued in, I think, 2005 in a civil case. It was sad. He testified in the civil case. Not, not testified, but gave a deposition. That part. He, he gave a deposition in the civil case in which the, the uh, plaintiff was awarded $3.38 million. The, okay, in this deposition, did he admit to it? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Okay, but you can't yeah, be charged was, for the same yes, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be educated. Go ahead. Right, but you can't right, be charged but, for the same price. No, like to twice. Jeremy's point, you can't be charged. You can't be charged with the same price, and also you cannot legally self-incriminate. So, so that's that's what the technicality was. They allowed that testimony from that civil case into the trial, into the new trial. On top of that, they allowed the testimony of those five women. Their testimony had never been vetted. There was no proof. There was no evidence. So all of that was prejudicial. So that is why he was released three years later. Now, remind you, he was sentenced to serve three to ten years. He did his three. He did his three. So for me... All of that. Like, where are I take my hat off? I'm like, where are we as a black community that we are celebrating him being released from prison after he admitted he, he went to jail because he admitted that he Jesus Christ, man, like for 
for so long, like I said, the black community has adopted this mindset that it's okay to do shit as long as you don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. What goes on in this stays in this house. And that shit is crazy to me. That shit is so crazy to me. Like, I always have to look at people with a side eye when we have this Bill Cosby conversation because I'm not saying that every single woman that, you know, spoke up, there was truth to it. And I'm not saying that every situation was, you know, forcefully or against those women's will. But what I am saying is that for far too long, the black culture and then specifically the entertainment culture has promoted rape culture. They have made it okay to rape. And we have to start calling it what it is. We have to start, stop giving it these cute names. They they have made it okay to rape people. That is a problem. We are celebrating a career rapist. Jesus Christ. So, so and, and when and when you talk about cel- you know celebrating and all that kind of stuff, it takes me back to when people celebrated the community uh celebrated uh OJ getting the not guilty verdict, you know, and people were like, wait a minute, he killed her and this that, and the other. Um well, 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 well. If what? the glove didn't fit, if the glove did not fit, <laughs> no, 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 but, no, wait but a minute. It did fit. <laughs> Hold on, wait. A perfect fit. You said what now? What did you say? Uh, the glove did. The glove. The glove did fit. So did y'all know they had to acquit. You know, now we might I, we might have to do our own separate show just on the OJ thing because y'all know I am I'm still obsessed. at a question mark. Obsessed. I am obsessed with the case. I mean, I went by his his old house and I went by Nicole's uh, old house when she was killed. Just twice. Twice. So twice. Yes. So, but, but, but don't judge again, him. Don't judge him. I'm obsessed also. I'm not judging. I'm just taking facts. So, 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 uh, what my, uh, Leviana says, uh, take his endorsements, cool, but I don't think to put him in jail. Uh, I think that it was too late. Time served, no tea. Let's be real. Can't expect for him to get life in prison when there are murders um, that they have let go and walk free in this thing. Else. Um, so let's let, let me hold on. Okay, we got Felicia. I'm trying to see if I had any more about Bill Cosby. What is this? Oh, that was Little Nas. Yeah, that go ahead. Old, I, had something to say? I got nothing. To I say mean, I just think it's you know it's so crazy when we when we talk about like the black community and even like if you tie in a Little Nas X conversation, let's and you talk about religion, they'll have baby showers. For girls who are not married, mm. right? They'll they'll do these lavish homegoing services for murderers, drug mm. dealers, all types of criminals. They'll do welcome home parties for rapists, murderers, mm-hmm. drug dealers, right? But you have they a gay kid. You have a gay kid. And I'll be off. I think honestly, if it's a few of those arguments, you know, we really should just take uh, marriage uh, out out of it because it's really a financial. It's a business. It's a contract, a financial contract between two people and shared assets. And it's about love. Um, uh, so I, I don't know why we, we use that, uh, but I, I don't. 
I don't condemn. Who said something about marriage? Yeah, who said something? Yeah, did. I'm, I'm not. You did. You said you said well, we talk about uh, we having baby showers for people oh, who aren't married, and uh, and I just like to say that. We well, don't when when you talk about religion, no, no, no. I think you you took that out of context when you talk okay. about religion, and and that being why we don't why the gay community is not accepted because of religion. But in the same time, in the same thing, the Bible says that you should not have a baby out of wedlock. So I'm not, I well, don't give a fuck about the institution but the thing is, either. But I'm talking about it's still, it all stems from the same place. Right, but it's still a misunderstanding of what marriage actually is or whatever the actual religion is. Marriage isn't necessarily a, uh, a, a vow that happens between someone else. It really is some uh, connection that you have with another person. And then that connection or that relationship that you have with God, we don't ever actually have to have, have put this and make this official at all. I could look at a, a, a quote in the Bible where I think David, when the, he would marry after he had sex with one person and they didn't even like have that commitment, like they had like a commitment between each other that we're gonna have sex, but also with God because he said that we should have it and therefore they were married. Um, so, when we talk about marriage and talk about religion, we don't even understand what that actually is uh, in, in the way that we understand it and how we interpret religion. Demi? Yeah, I just wanted to tip tell back to what Mia said, um, and it hit home for me because I grew up in a Caribbean household. Um, I was actually born in Barbados, so I could hardly agree with most of my aunts and uncles um, definitely had the ideology of if something happens in this house, it stays in this house. Mm -hmm. um, there is no discussing it outside of the house. Um, then again, however, comma semicolon, if you tripped in the house, everybody in your family would know. But it would just be your family that would know. It wasn't giving, oh, well, let me tell you what Demi did yesterday. It was never giving that. And I feel like to put that into the Bill Cosby aspect, I feel like it was just more so along the lines like, we may have seen it. We may have known about it. But we're not really gonna speak about it because we're making our money. You know, God, the cops are making their millions, their 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 endorsements, they're doing their TV, you know, TV debuts and, and TV appearances, stuff like that. Um, he may be out here popping pills down like he works at the pink, but we're gonna pay it because it don't really got nothing to do with us right now. So um, <laughs> I do agree, I do agree. Years later, yes, in a sense, it already happened. So I can see how some people wanna pay it. But justice should be justice. I really don't um, negate. I don't care when it happened. When it, I don't care when, yeah, it, when, I don't it, negate when it happened, where it happened, the color of your skin, none of that. If you did it, you should be punished for it. I um, agree. And, and there should be some type of of um, punishment for it. Um, I do agree. When he Now when he now that he's released and he can breathe um, fresh air again and all that other stuff, she looks nasty in that picture. Um, that all endorsements, <laughs> all endorsements, should be um, rendered from him. He should not be now coming back out and be like, oh my God, Bill Cosby, the all tell story. I, I don't want another R. Kelly situation. I'm tired of that. I don't want nobody sit down. I, I, I personally do not want to care. I want to hear his side of the story. I don't want to hear it. Um, one thing for me and my mother always taught me, there are three sides to a story, but if 19 bitches are telling you the same story, something has to be true. Um, especially, if they're <laughs> telling you in, especially if they're telling you in the same fragment of the sentence. If Billy trips, and Sarah said Billy tripped, and Susie said Billy tripped, and then Laura said, well, Billy stumbled. Fuck her. But if everybody else is saying that Billy tripped, then maybe Billy, Billy tripped. tripped. So that was just my tease. Yeah, I, I, I definitely believe that, you know, um, <laughs> that, that Billy tripped. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No say, Billy Tripp. Oh, Billy Tripp. I believe that Billy Tripp most of the time. Um, and at the end of the day, if you kill someone, you know, if if a regular individual, we're regular individuals, right? So if if, if something, if we go and do something, we do a crime, we have to pay and, and do the time. There's no, there should be no difference for Bill Cosby, for OJ, for anybody, you know? Um, now, the only thing that I really didn't care, of, of, I didn't like that they did, um, I'm talking about like Hollywood, was like, you know, taking Cosby Show off of the air and stuff like that, because there were a lot of other people that was involved in that show that got residuals from that show. And so I understand, yeah, Cosby was a, a big part, a part of that. I don't believe in you, you know, stripping everybody from that, you know, from getting, you know, residuals. And, you know, some people probably are paying their rent from that, you know, um, right. so I... I didn't necessarily believe in that. Um, and they let the man from uh, what was that show with Ooh. Ashton Kutcher and uh, Good Charlie something where he was knowingly having sex with people and he was positive HIV and still is that show still is on the show. They really just highlight the discrepancy with how African Americans are treated on television and how a white Caucasian are treated on television. Yeah, well. yeah. You know, it is what it is. You know, we are we are treated differently. Black television black celebrities are treated a lot differently than you know our white mm -hmm. counterparts i believe that um and lastly uh so 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 you know bill cosby you know I, I still at the end of the day whatever you're going through or whatever you did it is what it is i'm not here to be your judge i'm not god but you know i wish you you know great health and um and all of that because i it does seem like you are losing your absolute mind um you know i it is what it is, but uh, I, I wish you and your family the best. Um, so let's lastly, just for a couple of minutes, let's talk about this young lady here. Uh -huh. oh, Ms. Shakari Richardson. Okay, Ms. Shakari Richardson. You know, uh, we all know the story that happened, but if any one of you want, you know, Demi or John, if you want to enlighten us on the story about Shakari and let the world know what's what happened earlier, the celebration and now the downfall of her, I would greatly appreciate it. There uh, is no downfall that happened. Go ahead, hold on, hold on, Mia. Okay, Jamie, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go um, ahead. No, I was, I was just gonna say, um, my girlfriend, she ran her event, um, the girls lived for it. Um, she was, she, her time qualified her to go to the Olympics. Um, and then somehow magically the girls found weed in her system um, and was ready to strip her from competing. Um, Later on now, she has taken a 30-day suspension, um, which will give her enough time to actually be able to qualify for um, the the um, Olympics. Yeah. Um, but I just have two things to say when it comes to her. First things first, again, when I was on the Twitters, um, they the girls loved her at one point in time. But then, you know, one thing about Twitter, you have to be really careful about what you tweet um, because the girls will pull up your tweets. From the past, um, she, there you go, baby, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, there we go. Um, she, let me see if I should. Yeah, we go. Here. She definitely tweeted at one point. There she go. At the bottom, if you support Lil Nas X, you might as well unfollow me. And the girls felt like karma came back to bite her in her ass. Um, and they felt like the reason, the reason why all this thing was happening to her is because she was being homophobic. She also has a couple of homophobic tweets. Um, I think she cleared them up, but you know, the girls is nasty for a uh, screenshot and save. Um. Me personally, remove the weed and the homophobe the homophobia tweets. Um, I think she's amazing as a runner. Um, I just think for her, she just needs to get a team, or her grandmother just needs to let her know that she needs to watch what she says when she says it. Um, 
that was my only piece on that. Um, I just I, I felt bad for her because here you are seeing somebody somebody of black descent, you know, really chewing it for the Olympics. You know, uh, who who doesn't want another another black person to get a gold medal? I feel like she would smoke all the bitches that are running. Um, and then all this shit happened. So it's just really smoke them literally, literally. She will smoke them. I disagree. I disagree. I disagree. Y'all, y'all, y'all have to stop playing because this, y'all have to look at the lady Sherry from Jamaica. You gotta look at the kids. Uh, Alice Felix will be on the actual same relay team with her. I really hope they don't put Alice Felix on the first leg. However, I think um, it, 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 it obviously that the world demonizes marijuana usage for whatever reason, and it has no. A fatal effect as some of the other stuff that is legalized uh and i don't know why we demonize that um, but we just seem to do that not just the united states but the entire world i think i read something where like you can go to jail for five years for a pot in japan which is just obscene i think though uh, we should just stop saying that she would smoke the kids because it's some runners up in that 100 meter race that she's gonna have to compete against and it was primarily some people from Jamaica, some of the USA team, where she ate all them up. Uh, but she definitely may, uh, is going to be off suspension enough time to run the four by one relay. I, I hope that they put her on the fourth leg so we can actually see her run that time. Um, and I'm pretty sure that that time will be she'll shatter again that 10.38 or 10.28 that she did win. And she'll bring it on down to maybe a 10.16, maybe a 10.1. I don't know. I'm excited to see her run. I do think that she shouldn't be smoking weed, but I don't want to see her again. run. I don't want her to go. I mean, but black that? people can't black people can't get on one accord to do that. First of all, she knew what she Let was doing. From that the she did it and she did not care. Now she wants to care when there's a problem. That's I mean, it. it should have never been a problem anyway. I understand. I understand personal reference, but this is for the Olympic team. Just like that, what everybody talking about Michael make? Phelps did it. Michael Phelps, yeah, he did it. They took his gold medals, and he was on probation for three months. Six, not thirty days, three months, and three, he took six, his gold medals. So she don't need to go. Period. I you don't know, know, and you did it. That's saying you didn't what? want the job. Your job said, "Do but, not smoke unless you don't want the job." You smoke, but you don't is, want the job. The thing, the thing is, is that America wants those medals. So and they know that if they put anybody else in that front into those races that they're not going to win. The most talented, as a matter of fact, the, the gymnastic team is primarily made up of, of African-Americans, the track team, African-Americans. We put anybody else in the races, we're not going to win any of those, actually. Hey, but just like they did old girl that was pregnant three months, well, she was three months pregnant or whatever, and they wouldn't let her go, and now she's coming back and going to the Olympics. That's Allison Felix. Yeah, and Nike dropped her and everything, and now they're trying to get her back, and she don't want it. Yes, but like I said, listen, that's America, that's John. America. I think sometimes when we talk about like the black community not being on the court, like it just like that's so unfair. It's like it's really, really unfair. And I'm gonna say it like this: I am, I am a pothead. Like I smoke all day, every day. And a part of being a pothead is I know that there are certain jobs and certain careers and certain activities that I cannot participate in because I smoke marijuana. My nephew played college football. He couldn't smoke marijuana. I have turned, we all have friends that are athletes, dancers, and because of that, they choose not to smoke marijuana or do any drugs. So you mean to tell me this girl competing at the highest level 
Now it's a, a, a it's a it's a conspiracy against the Olympics and black people. And no, that bitch should not have been smoking marijuana. Period. I love you, John John. John I love you because you think logically. I'm it's just not a black thing. I just think I think that that's not know, a black we, thing, bro. I'm, I'm not making it a black thing. I, what I'm making it is that we really should just look at what marijuana is, and it's not essentially a drug at all. It comes from the ground. Uh, I get that. Rules are rules. Rules are rules. Period. I don't think but, there's no way around it. Is, I mean, but can we apply is, that same logic it, to the Jim Crow era? That's is not the same thing. What was the rule? She, okay, she's what? making a choice. She's making a choice to compete in the Olympics. These are the Olympics rules. Nobody's making I, I her quit smoking marijuana. No she read that before she no, read that before she ran. She read all this before she ran and she decided to do it anyway. So your decision comes with an action. And then okay, after you beat your ass out and send you home. Don't be mad. My issue is not with the Olympics. I agree. My my issue is not with the Olympics. My issue is with her because you are representing a mm -hmm. community of people. Heavy and is the head that wears the crown. Heavy but this, 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 this the is crown. the thing. This is what really pissed me off about her. I did it because they told me my mom had died and I needed to take it and deal with it. Bitch, this is your biological mother you didn't even know until the reporter told you. And then you had to go smoke. So all these years you didn't know this whole she died. Well, you know her now. You I just, I just want to look at the thing that there is trauma with the community. It's just trauma, and we don't know. We can't say for sure as to why she did smoke. We can't say, you know, she may have had that that knowledge of why she shouldn't. But there is unaddressed trauma within the black community, and that is within our maternal and paternal parents. So we we can't really we can't really. I'm not I'm not saying that the Olympics have not reacted the way that they did because they certainly have the right to do that, and she certainly has the right to not even compete. And or to just take that punishment. I think that's just, I think we as a black coach just that's so wrapped up in like, oh my gosh, I can't believe she did this. She got that. She took the punishment. Let's move on. She's still going. She's going to run in the relay. And she's probably going to run the anchor leg on the four by one. I mean, okay. I just. So, 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 because I, now I want to know, and maybe you all know if you don't, I'll research it later. So once they do the qualifiers that take them to the actual Olympics of which she did and she would qualify. I wonder, is there a timeline or is there a process that says, okay, once you have, you know, gotten qualified to go to the Olympics, now you have to go through these steps. One of these steps, you have to be uh, tested, you know, for drugs and, and, and all of that. So once you, you make the Olympic team, once you make the Olympic team, you go through, the, they give you the booklet of what's going to happen when you right. make the Olympic team. Yeah, they Once did. you make the Olympic team, man, you get through the qualification, you make the Olympic team, you're going to get tested, you're going to get shot, you're going to get punctured, you're going to be on the, you meet this person, has your meal person, everything, you do all that once you make the team. She made the team. Bitch, the day she made the team to go get tested, she on the way to the test. So foolish. That and that's know. what we have to call it. It was foolish. It went foolish. She she knew what she was doing, and you get what you get because you think I'm the best, I'm the fastest. They're not gonna deny me. Guess what, girl? Denied. Next. Well, she still again. She just got denied for one race. She qualified for many events. Her time, the U, the U.S. coaches would be a fool not to put her in any other event. She you know, qualified for both. People so are gonna hate me for this. People are gonna hate me for this, but I will make her an example. No go. 
But as, as it as it looks, no go. I mean, as it looks, it's saying that uh, where I had that again. She's back in. She get thirty days suspension, which means she gets July twenty seventh. She gets to run the women. She gets run the women. She gonna run the four by one, and I'm pretty sure she gonna so run with the that, leg, which is the hundred meter dash, which they gonna, so get, really gonna get that. So with that, so really. Give me a moment. So with that, there is no conspiracy. You no. know, it, it, they, I mean, at the end of the day, she she barely made it, <laughs> but. There is no conspiracy. It is, it is a it is a conspiracy. It, it, it sort of is because individually, you you obviously you want to win those with the team with the with the four by one relay or your four by four or whatever. But you also want to qualify individually as well because that really just showcases the hard work. Shakari qualified for the one hundred meter dash by herself and broke the world record at the same time at the Olympic trials. Okay, so let's be clear that record. But where's the conspiracy? Where's the conspiracy? That the thing is that why 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 she get a thirty day suspension and not able to defend that title? First of all, if you break the world record, you want to be able to defend that at the Olympics against the fastest people because all the adrenaline is running. She won't but get she a chance. Is to going. Yes, on the four by one team, which means that every she has now the opportunity to blame anything that happens if she don't actually win on three people in front of her. If she breaks, if she runs the ankle leg, or the, if she leads the race off. On the first leg, I doubt that they put her on leg two or leg three, but I know I know for a fact they'll put her on leg one and or leg four just to either get a head start or to either bring the race home. But it will be as a team and not necessarily her individual where she could defend that title where she kind of smoked those people in that field and ran that 10 3 8. That's why the conspiracy is. Can I well, ask Jeremy a question? Can I just ask Jeremy a quick question? So, my question mm-hmm. is if it was a white runner on the USA team at test positive for marijuana are you saying they would not have suspended her you say what if say for example a white runner on the usa team tested positive for marijuana do you feel like they would have not suspended her because she was white i think i'm not i'm not saying that my conspiracy is not uh oh because she's black they're doing that for her i think it, it it goes far beyond that. I think uh, it's other it's other runners who have been who have been trying to break that one hundred meter dash record. It's probably one of the most contended races at the Olympics, and I think this year's women um, are probably going to be the one the most to watch. And the the, the fave to win the one hundred meter dash at the Olympics is uh, Sherry somebody I think from uh, Jamaica. Yeah, and, Jamaica. Uh, and she will have she was going to have a, 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 you know a hard time. If she were to win that, she's going to win it by a skin uh, on a hair or something if she had to run against Shakira because they were going to push each other to end of the line. I think that they, she is the, the most favorite coming into that, and I think that's where the conspiracy lies. Okay. So, so, you, let, me, so oh, let me, ahead, let me just fine. rephrase my question. So Absolutely. if it was a white a white girl that had broke all of those records and was the, it, it was the front runner to run against uh, the girl from Jamaica, Sherry is her name. Do well, let's not speak in hypotheticals. The, the reality is that white people don't want oh. that. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, and they're, they're completely you got in, it. They you can't got do that. It. You got <laughs> it. You're, they can't. You're pretty. That's all that Flo- oh, in other words, no. No, Flo- they wouldn't have did it if Flo- she was white. They wouldn't have did it if she was white. No, they wouldn't. But I'm just saying that Flojo held that record for the fastest woman for decades. But she just went to do it. It, it, it don't matter. 
<laughs> that makes it even more triumphant. Yeah. Oh, but I just think I just think she needs to be she needs to be taught a lesson because you can't. She does. She got big headed. She got big headed in that moment, thinking I am superior now, and they're not going to tell me no. They're not going to tell me no. And that's just what she thought. I don't care what nobody tell me. That's what she thought. That's why she did what she did and went in and tested. So who's dumb enough to smoke weed before you go get tested for weed? A 21 year old, 22 year old, because she's a 21, 22 year old. At the end yes, of the day, I don't care. Age has nothing to do. You know, you was going to the Olympic trials. You got that book of rules and regulations before you ran this shit. You know what you were doing and what it caused. You know what I've learned. People as a prepare teacher, for the Olympics teacher, their entire lives. People prepare for the Olympics their entire lives. But this she didn't just start getting just ready for the Olympics her. last year. She, you know, she did it. No, I agree. She, she hasn't just started. She's smoking when she's running for college. We all know that. We do. Do we? Yeah, that's what she said. She said, I only did this because I was distressed about my mother dying and I needed release and her friends gave now, it to we her. Can, we can call BS on a story like that now. We can call BS on a story like that. Now, let's not be that naive. Oh, yeah, I, 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 I know. Sure this, I'll this say is. this. But not the day of, uh, not the day of a running thing or a day to be tested. Because they test you in college. Because if you get scholarships and stuff that like NC NCAA, they're gonna test your ass. She know not to take it. But this is, this is what she lived. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and I, and I'll, I let me say this. So, um, Shakari, uh, you know, rules are rules. Uh, for every rule that you break, there's a consequence. Um, be thankful that you had a 30 day suspension and not a ban on the Olympics altogether. Um, so take that as your blessing. Um, in disguise um, to the world who wants to bring up her tweet. I honestly don't give a you know what um, about what her her issue, her stance, her whatever her problem may be towards the LGBTQIA community, because what she eat, what what she eats doesn't make me shit. And on, you know, vice versa. So I really don't care if we've all said some crazy stuff somewhere. You know, I don't care about that. And when people want to bring all that stuff up, it is what it is. Um, you have the opportunity, the chance, and the choice to support her or not. And moving forward, when, what you cannot strip from her is her hard work, mm-hmm. is her determination, and sure. what it took for her to get there because it's a very small percentage of people that will ever get that opportunity. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to praise her on that, and I'm going to tell her, girl, make better choices next time. And hopefully you learn on this time. Anyone else would like to talk to Shikari or say any lasting words in regards to her? I got nothing to say, but sit your ass home. Just girl, fuck home. Yeah, girl, fuck her. You're rude okay. ass. You want to smoke weed? Now sit home and smoke weed and watch the Olympics <laughs> with us on TV. Demi, Demi. Watch the Olympics with us sitting home smoking weed. Demi say he's good. Demi, <laughs> I said everything I'm, you need to I'm say. So- yeah, you said I'm so good on it. You said everything I needed to say. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> what look, what what I said was that a bad thing? I mean, nobody No, you didn't say anything bad. You said you said you what it was. Bad. You just okay. said I don't give a fuck because she she eats and shit, not eating shit and ain't got nothing to do with me, but she shouldn't have smoked that week. Yeah, oh I, I, I like I said before, rules are rules. Um so uh but Donnell, you know, all the drug addicts um came up and said that she should go because she's smoking weed. Snoop Dogg said something, Cardi said it. What's the boys, the three of them together, the um, the runaways, the amigos? All of them came out and said something, but, but these are people that smoke weed. <laughs> the runaways. Now, you don't listen to that rap, um, Flula. Oh, uh, Darnell, anything you wanted to add? 
lasting words? Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, it's just really to highlight uh, that they're always going to give African Americans a harder time. I just you know, just thought about how they are uh, scoring uh, Simone Biles um, at the Olympics yeah. and how she intentionally puts um, very difficult, high-scoring uh, moves into her thing, and it's still for her with uh, along the same lines as her counterparts or people who don't look like her or uh, who for the less difficult moves when she's supposed to be well beyond leading, especially in the field of gymnastics, both on beam, uh, vault, and on the floor. Uh, mm -hmm. So I'm looking, I, I can't wait to see her on double bars, but I just know that the fact that they're earning, they aren't even scoring her based off of the actual rubric that they have, but so we can keep other gymnasts safe. Uh, because white people are not going to actually try and go for those moves or Russian or Tokyo or Japan or Japanese or all these people, Asians, who are not actually going to go for that. But uh, the African-American girl who is going to do the double full twisting pike on the floor or off the bar on the uh, ball, um, you know, so it just really just highlights how how harsh they do treat uh, African-Americans uh, in these kind of environments, these high competitive environments. So That's while I do not agree with Shakari for smoking weed, I still think that them hoes were scared that she won't come out into that field and dust them hoes again and, and break another record. Uh, That's so why I was I'm mad at her. She, she gave them white people something to pick at her for. And that's why I'm mad right. at her. She gave them you a know, reason like, to pick at her. And she could have went over there and sure. shut them up. But she chose to give them a reason to sure not let her go. Up, all of us came from households. And I, I'm sure all of us grew up in households where we where we grew up hearing like it, we have to be better, like we have to mm -hmm. be better than our mm -hmm. white counterparts in everything mm -hmm. that we do because mm -hmm. we're not treated fairly, we're not judged fairly, and that's not okay, right? That's not okay, but we know that it happens. So because we know that it happens, we always have to be better. We always have to present our best, and, and that's why I don't have sympathy or even empathy for her in that regard because. You're competing at the highest level. You you know that all eyes are on you at every single moment, at every turn. So I expect you to be a champion and be at your best. Um, and, and then in turn, support your other counterparts like Little Nas X, who are facing the same type of ridicule that mm. you are, but just being yourself with that horrible ass weed color and long ass ghetto ass nails that you wear. So you know it get you know you got to give and take. But that's you know, girl fuck her. And she, she, she's from Dallas, and that's how the kids do in Dallas, okay? That's she what they do. Crazy. That's what they look like. She's from Oak Cliff. But you can, listen, we can call it what we want, but that's how, that is their culture. We can look at Megan Thee Stallion and say, bitch, you know, Shakira, they all re resemble that. Beyonce is hood like that, too. Uh, Megan Thee Stallion is hood. Like Erica Banks, Shakira, all these like people that. are hood. Look like that's that. Dallas. <laughs> That girl's basically gonna have to start competing with the men to get the right points. Yep. That's the only way they're gonna score her fairly because it, everything it, is above average for females. I'm gonna leave uh <laughs> I'm gonna leave you all with this. I forgot to, to put it up, but I, I think it's a food for thought. Um about little Nas X. It says it baffles me when LGBTQ plus dislike little Nas X because he is extra. Little Nas X is a 22-year-old millionaire with a career height at 19 years old, longest number one in history. He knows this and is now using his platform to break barriers for U.S. primarily black gay folks. Be extra, baby. Uh-huh. 
So, you know, be yeah, extra, that's, baby. That, yeah, be extra, but that's another conversation for another day where we'll talk about how, you know, just in our community, how, you know, oh, we, we want to shun the gays to do this, but not the ones to do this, and, you know, whatever. You know, there's different, there's different levels to this shit, you know. Um, so, yeah, I want to thank you. Go ahead. Oh, I you're done. Just, like, as a, as, a, as a community, I just think we should uh, really think about that. What happens in our house should stay. Um, and go beyond the actual physical being of like my intermediate family, but people who also look like us represent on the world stage. And that uh, while we may, some of us may be disappointed in Shikari uh, for doing that, I think uh, blasting and retweeting and being on social media and, you know, uh, reprimanding her out in public was not the way to go. And especially not staying with that, what happens in our house kind of stays in our house kind of thing. That's a me thing. Okay. Well, I, I want to thank each and every one of you for being a part of Micah's mini break conversations. We'll have many more conversations. You'll see these individuals here and there with other, you know, other individuals. And if you would like to become a part of uh, one of my series, uh, definitely let me know and I can get you in. I think the next show I'm going to do is probably, if it's not, it'll probably be in the middle of uh, next week. Um, and then, of course, two weeks from now um, on a Saturday, you know, we're recording all that. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we talked about Little Nas X, you know, versus the cishet black community. Um, we talked about Bill Cosby, aka known, aka also known as P.O. Cosby. And, um, we also talked about, um, <laughs> Shakari Richardson and, and Shikari. the ordeal that has happened, um, with her in the Olympics. We wish everyone well. Blessings. Thank you once again, John John Balenciaga from Florida, Demi from New York City. Darnell, who's currently traveling to New Orleans, not didn't mean to tell you location, but <laughs> lives in Dallas. I know. And Jim Blair, who is in Los Angeles, California. And as always, I always end with a quote. Yeah. Y'all hang on for a second, but I always end with a quote of the week, of the night, of the day, of the month. And this quote says, be who you want to be and not what others want to see. Again, be who you want to be and not what others want to see, okay? Until next time, each and every one of you be blessed. I love you all, and please continue to wear your mask if you have not been fully vaccinated. I greatly appreciate it. It's a talk with my How do I know that? Friends.